Hello, everyone. This is Sal Mayorana. Welcome to another edition of the Sal Speak Podcast. It is Tuesday morning, and postseason baseball is finally upon us. Because I shouldn't say finally. It's only been a two-month regular season, but it is here. And as always, I've got Charlie Ricker on the other end of this call to just talk about our New York Yankees. Charlie, how are you today? I'm good. Ready for postseason baseball. How are you this morning? Well, I'm good, too. Um, I'm not quite sure how long our postseason baseball is going to last with this team. I think the end of the season, Charlie, really couldn't have gone much worse for the Yankees. Um, You know, we had hoped going into last week that they would perhaps get that fourth seed, you know, beat the Blue Jays and beat the Marlins and win enough games to at least play at home. And, of course, they stunk up the joint in Buffalo as they had, you know, the whole time they've been there. Just were awful. And then, of course, the Marlins come in and win two of three, and the Yankees end up on the road. So then, okay, so they have the fifth seed, which is better than the eighth seed, right, with the Rays. And what happens, we we thought it was first going to be the Twins. Then we thought the White Sox, who would have been a good matchup because they're not playing well, well, it ends up being the Cleveland Indians, who – might be the most difficult team in the outside of the Dodgers, maybe Charlie, the toughest team to play in a three-game series with those pitchers. So, give me your give me your thoughts on what was not a good week for the Yankees. Very discouraging, Sal. Uh, like you mentioned, it would uh, you started off the road trip, their last road trip, by winning the first couple games in Boston, and then they went right back in the. Losing the final game in Boston when Davey Garcia got shelled, and then they went right on back to Buffalo where they they got their heads handed to them earlier and get up again. Other than the game, Garrett Cole pitched lights out again, and finishing it off, the the the, the Blue Jays ended up celebrating their postseason berth. Uh, against the Yankees, and then the Yankees went back home against the Marlins, where they watched the Marlins celebrate on their turf, while the Yankees just continued to stink it up and look exactly like a bottom feeder, as opposed to a team that should have been much better than they are. Yeah, I mean, to me, Charlie, this this was never going to be a normal season, as as we knew, um, with COVID and you know just all the craziness. But as many guys have said, they're still going to hand out a trophy at the end of the year. And I thought the Yankees were going to be positioned to be a real threat for that trophy, especially the way they started. I mean, I think, if I recall, I think they started 9-2, and two, and they were just rolling along early on. And then we all know what happened in that, that you know, 5-15 and 15 stretch. And, you know, it's just been such a roller coaster ride for the Yankees. And it, to me, it's been very disappointing. I think a lot of baseball fans really don't care about what happens this season because it was so goofy. I think a lot of people think it's going to be a hollow championship. I'm not one of those people. But for the Yankees, I just had way higher expectations. And I'm kind of at the point now, Charlie, where, you know, I, I don't know that I'll be swearing all much all that much tonight. I, I've kind of lost my passion for it because this team has sucked my, sucked the life out of me. I don't know how you are. You're, you're a more even keel, uh, you know, happier soul than I am. But they've just kind of sucked the life out of me this year. Well, they, they really did. And the only thing consistent about these 2020 Yankees is that they're inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, they started off hot. They started off hot. And they just have been back and forth, cold, hot, cold, hot. 
they were just there's one of the most streaky teams I can ever remember in you know recent memory. And when they're on, I mean they're fun. I mean look at all the home runs they hit against. I forget who they were playing. Toronto. Maybe it was the Mets. Oh, it was Toronto. It Nineteen was Toronto homers in three games, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they they scored forty three runs in three games. But as soon as that series was over, they just they got cold again. And, you know, it kind of started when Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton came back. And combined the two of them, they, uh, they, they Judge went seven, has gone seven for 32 since his return. And Stanton, uh, I'm sorry, Judge went seven for 36. And Stanton went seven for 35. I think that's what it was. Yeah, which and is not good. Together, they've hit, they've hit, yeah, they've hit home, one home run between them since they've returned, along with six RBI. Yeah. That's not going to get anything done. No, I know. They've you know been, it's not just them. They've been massive disappointments, and I get the injuries, but you know, I think you and I are both at the point we're tired of talking about injuries with the Yankees. It's it's ridiculous how this team can't stay healthy. But Judge has, I think Judge has one extra base hit a double since he came back. Stanton went through the one for 21 until he had an RBI double the other day. But I don't, I, I have li- very little faith in Stanton in the postseason. Judge, I'm going to reserve judgment on Judge because he generally will find a way to get it done. He has in the postseason in the past, but, you know, he has not, he clearly has not had his timing, which just infuriates me that Aaron Boone continued to rest these guys every other day rather than get them the at-bats to maybe they'd be ready to play. Um, so that's been disappointing. But I think we're kind of used to that with, with Aaron Boone. And then the other guy, Charlie, I mean, we won't even talk about Sanchez. There's just no point to even talk about Gary Sanchez. He's a complete afterthought. He's not going to catch tonight with Higashioka catching Cole. I, I'm beyond even caring about Sanchez. His season is lost. But the other guy that I'm concerned about is Glaber Torres. Gleyber Torres, to me, might have been the most disappointing player on the Yankees all season. I mean, maybe it's harsh, but, you know, this kid was supposed to be the shortstop of the future, 30, whatever it was, 37 home runs last year. He looked like he was going to be a great hitter. Charlie, he's kind of been lousy in every aspect of baseball this year, and that's really a concern to me. I don't know about how you feel about Gleyber Torres, but share your thoughts. Yes, I I think you're 100% on the spot with that. Glaber's slugging percentage this year fell 167 points. Yeah. He uh, he hit three home runs this year. He hit 243, which is also disappointing considering the caliber of hitter that he really is. Uh, The only thing is somehow he managed to get on base a little bit more, and that's only attributed to working out walks. Yep which is really not what you want from a guy with his level of talent. And on the opposite side of the ball in the field, he's been a mess. His uh, fielding percentage dropped precipitously. Um, he made, he made, he's made a lot of errors. He just seems like it's been a lost season for him. And it's unfortunate because he really is good. And I do expect him to rebound given that he's still only 23. But they really, they really needed his offense, and he, like so many others, uh, 
it's, it's disappointing. Yeah. And Gary and Gary Sanchez too. He's a, he's a wash. He's yeah. a lost cause. Yeah, Sanchez. Sanchez, I hate saying it, but yeah. Sanchez's line is is almost, I mean, it's almost laughable. His slash line is 147 batting average, 253 on base. I mean, you really have to work to have a 253 on base percentage. I mean, that's really hard to do in baseball. And then his slugging is 365, so that adds up to an OPS of 618. This is for a guy who they consider to be an elite power hitter. And he, quite frankly, for most of the season, Charlie, and the Yankees, you know, continue to believe in him, he might have been the worst player in Major League Baseball. And I don't think, you know, I'm a little bit of a overreactor. I understand that. And sometimes I go overboard. But when you consider the way he hit, given the alleged talent he supposedly has, and then how he continues to be a train wreck behind the, behind the plate, he might have been one of, he might have been the worst player in Major League Baseball. I mean, a starting player. I mean, I'm not talking about the guy who's the 25th guy in the roster. I mean, of starting players, who who was worse than Gary Sanchez this year? There, nobody was. And I think it spoke volumes this year when the Yankees chose Austin Wells to be their top player in this the 2020 draft. They're obviously looking beyond Gary Sanchez. And to be honest, I think they have – Sanchez might benefit from a change of scenery, but I don't think it's going to work for him in New York. Okay, sorry for that quick little edit fix. I think we had a problem with our internet connection, but we were talking about Gary Sanchez, uh, Charlie, and look, it's a lost season for him. I'm beyond worrying about him. Now, in terms of the rest of the lineup that they're going to use in this first series against Cleveland, um, the other guy, Clint Frazier, (laughs) also, after being so good all year, he really went in the crapper the last couple of weeks. I think he's one for 21 now going into the playoffs. Not good. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks' on-base percentage is great because he draws so many walks. But, you know, he had a couple big hits last week, a two-run double against the Marlins, got that, that Saturday game uh, turned back around a little bit. Um, or, no, that was Friday. I think he had the two-run double Friday, and it didn't matter. I think, he had a, I think he had a big home run Saturday. So I'm hoping there's some signs of life from him. Um, Gio Urshela. I don't think he had a great end of the season. I mean, really, who, who outside of LeMahieu and Voight, <laughs> who do they have going into the playoff that's on a little bit of a roll? But really, nobody. Yeah, the pick, the pickings are slim, Sal. Uh, they need they need just to find ways to get guys on base, even if it's by walking more like Hicks has done. Uh, but they they got to have the offense that's got to come from somebody, and it's going to be a tall task considering who the – you know, that the Yankees are going to be facing Shane Bieber, Carlos Carrasco, and Zach Plesak in the first three games of this series. They're, they they got to just find a way to get guys on, and hopefully the the big guys can somehow find it within them to bring them around to score. But, yeah, you mentioned uh, Clint Frazier. He, he went one for his last 21, and that included 11 strikeouts. So that's <laughs> that's yeah. just terrible. He looked, looked lost. Um, Shane yeah, Bieber. you got to find a way. Shane Bieber, I'm looking at his game logs here. In his, oh, he's 8-1, 1.63 ERA. His whip is 0.86, which is just absurd. His last five starts, Charlie, um, and he actually lost two of these games because the Indians' offense certainly is not good outside of Jose Ramirez and, and Francisco Lindor. They really don't have much pop in their lineup. His last five starts, though, he gave up 17 hits, 
<laughs> he gave up seven. It's eight runs in 11, 18, 25 and two-thirds, 33 and two-thirds innings, his last five starts. He's been basically unhittable in the last five games. To, to, and he's going to be, he's going to win the Cy Young. He won the Triple Crown, right? I think he won the Triple yeah. Crown of pitching. Yeah, what's the, what is the Triple Crown? ERA wins and what's the other one? Strikeouts. Strikeouts. So there you go. So that's the game one starter. What did you think of this idea? Bob Matthews threw this at me last night on the radio. Would you think, well, and they aren't going to do it, obviously, but would you have thought it would have been a good idea to throw Tanaka in the first game against Bieber? And then, you know, Tanaka is perfectly capable of pitching well, and maybe you catch a break and you beat Bieber 2-1, to one, and then you've got Cole for game two, rather than maybe you might be set. Cole might pitch great tonight, but it might not be good enough against Bieber, and now you've lost Cole. I don't know. What, what, what did you think of that? Or do you think, hey, you got to go with your ace? I, I don't think it's a bad idea to go with Tanaka in game one because his postseason history has spoke for itself. I think he has a career postseason ERA. I think I was looking at it last night, 1.76 yeah. or something close to that. I would absolutely throw him against against Shane Bieber, and then you'll have a better chance for a win you know, in game two just because they're not facing Shane Bieber. So... Yeah, I don't. I I would consider doing that. And yeah, you're right. The Yankees aren't going to do that because they've already announced Cole for Game One. But I don't think it would have been a horrible idea, Sal. And I mean, you know, I don't think you're conceding the game. I think you're maybe oh. just being realistic. But you know, these guys are all macho, and of course, Cole would have been extremely pissed off if that had been the case. So I guess you keep him happy and you hope he can outpitch Bieber. And I mean, there's a chance because, as I said, Cleveland's offense really isn't all that powerful. And, I mean, Cole could shut them down without much trouble if the Yankees can bump up Bieber's pitch count tonight. I doubt they're going to get many hits and score many runs, but maybe they can work some counts and get him out of the game, you know, going into the seventh inning, and then you've got a chance maybe. But um, Cole's going to have to be great. I mean, there's going to be no room for error tonight. He has to pitch, you know, as well as he pitched. I I think his ERA is like one in the last four starts or something like that. So that's the guy they have to have tonight. There's no doubt. They're not going to win. Yeah, runs are going to be at a premium. And, you know, the the lack of offense from the Indians, other than, you know, you mentioned Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor, that might be the Yankees' saving grace because they've got the pitching, at least with the first few few games, to compete with the Indians they just gotta score a little bit more and hope for hope for the best and we'll see what happens you know yep um Bieber I'm 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 sorry I'm looking at Carrasco's numbers too and you know he's been real good too his last six starts let's see is that his last six starts he gave up zero one one zero two and three earned runs his ERA, his ERA went from 4.50 in late August down to 2.91. So he's got it rolling, too, right now. And Zach Plesak, who we know is very talented, if not a little bit of an idiot, <laughs> ask any Indians fan about that, he's another guy that's dangerous. If he's on, it's going to be hard. So I'm expecting some low-scoring games, Charlie, and you better hope that the Yankees pitching staff can match these guys. And I'm just not sure, especially – with the bullpen. Give me your thoughts on the bullpen while we're here. Because, man, <laughs> this is not like the previous two postseasons 
where you just knew no. you knew the game was in good hands if they had a lead going into the seventh inning. It seems like it was so long ago that the Yankees had uh, Dellen Betances, Andrew Miller, and uh, Araldis Chapman pitching seven, eight, and seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. But you know the, the Yankees are fine with Chapman and Zach Britton. Um, but it you know it concerns me. Adam Adovino looked better over his last handful of outings since he got absolutely pasted in Buffalo. But still, he's given up eight hits over his five and two-thirds innings, even though he only gave up one run. He struck out ten, but it's still hard. It's still kind of hard for me to trust him. Yeah. You know, hopefully Chad Green is back on his game after the a poor outing in that same game against the Blue Jays. But other than that, other than that you know, it's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, Adovino for the season, 5.89 ERA. The whip is 1.582. I mean, he just has no command of his fastball. And, no. you know, that great slider he has, it, it doesn't do him any good if he can't, if he can't spot the fastball. So it, that's a major problem for him. Gave up 12 yeah. earned runs this season. It's just not good enough. So Adovino, to me, he's a middle-of-the-game kind of guy. You can't trust him in a high leverage. They're going to have to lean on Britain and green and obviously Chapman at the end. The problem is though, if they do advance in this postseason, you're going to have to rely on Adovino and your buddy holder and maybe Sessa, right? I mean, they, they might have to do it because you can't rest guys. You're going to be playing every night, assuming they go on. So that to me is a big concern. And you're right. We are so used to having a great bullpen with this team. And it just is not a great bullpen right now. No, we, we were really spoiled, and the Yankees are going to have to get length from their starters, especially if they do advance past the series against Cleveland. They're just going to have to get the innings from their starters. Otherwise, they're going to have to score a lot of runs, and I don't have faith that either is going to happen with this Yankees team this year. Yeah, I agree. All right, Charlie. Well, look, we're, we're going to have a podcast next week. I hope we're previewing a division series. <laughs> My fear is that we're going to be wrapping up a very disappointing season, but it's a week away, and hopefully things will go well uh, this week. So thank you again for being here. I appreciate it, and uh, go Yankees, right? Go Yankees. Let's hope next week's not a postmortem. All right. Take care, folks. I'll be back next week with the Bills podcast, and then we'll have a t- Tuesday, uh, as we just said, a Tuesday Yankee podcast, and hopefully it's going to be a happy occasion. Take care, Charlie. We'll see you.